Welcome to the Faith and Fashion Podcast. I'm your host, Katharina. I'm happy to share two of the biggest influences in my life I'm most passionate about. Thank you for being so generous to spend and share moments of your time with me as I discuss my personal testimonies from my spiritual walk that I put into practice daily to my style sense. Welcome back. If you're returning or if you're new here, hello, hello. Nice to have you. I'm glad that you're here. I hope to make use of this time and provide you with lots of value within it. I have been finishing up some big projects that I've been working on, so it truly feels like such a relief that they are now coming to the very end of it. Just a few little things here to touch up on, but they are almost practically finished, which, thank the Lord, we are progressing and moving on to the next thing, the next challenge, right? Once one thing is finished, there's always the next thing, and with the next thing comes a new set of tasks and a new set of challenges to face, and recently, I have found this to be true in different areas of things that I am just tackling and going through. And it's not that it's a bad thing whatsoever. It's just we always think that when we finally have the confirmation for something, that that's it, we'll be good to go. When we finally complete the project, that that's it, everything's good. And it's just like that's literally only one small piece of the pie. And you still got the rest of the pie to go. You know what I mean? So it's like, yes. I guess you can say the beginning is kind of always the hardest, but then there's always what's to come as well. So before we get into what we're discussing today, of course, we have our fashion segment. It wouldn't be a faith and fashion podcast if we're not talking a little bit about fashion here. So something that I reminded myself all throughout the week because I did not want to show up with nothing for you guys is that Shoe-wise, I have been highly interested in swapping out my Nikes. I know, I know, you probably think I'm crazy. And I would have at one point agreed with you because I have been rocking the Nikes since I was in middle school. I still have my middle school um, high tops, all right? So the fact that I am transitioning to other brands, I am graduating from Nike, and moving on with some new footwear the brands that have piqued my interest and have captivated my eyesight is i guess top three i'll give you the first one that i've seen so many influencers and other fashion enthusiasts always wearing or posting about our new balance and i really like them i like the way that they look with the gym outfits and because your girl's a gym girly it would make sense for me to probably have them however i have also seen hoka and i believe hoka is not only for athletic wear but it's also really great for hiking which is very 
intriguing to me because I do love hiking, although I don't do it that often. I think it would be great to have at least a pair of shoes that kind of double. So you're, you know what I mean, getting more out of your buck when you can use it in more ways than just one. And the last brand being Asics. I just saw a girl a couple weeks ago at the gym and she had just bought these shoes too. So when I saw them, they just looked so cushiony and comfortable, but also the design looked really nice too. And I had yet to see a pair that caught my eye and I loved them. They had this like really pretty turquoise blue with white, which blue and white are my favorite colors. So I definitely need to do a little bit of shopping around. I am so, I have always been so diehard Nike, but it is time (laughs) for us to start working with other brands here and trying them out, seeing how we like them. Of course, I could always do videos about the comfort, how I like them versus other brands and whatnot. So we'll see. I'll let you guys know what I end up deciding. I just haven't gone out to go shopping in a minute. I have been so busy and put in place, but thank you, Lord, for the opportunities and for the blessings that are currently in my lap that I am being so productive with and I have a lot of things going on which truly is something to be very grateful for so yes when I get the chance to take some time do a little retail therapy I will see what I end up purchasing and then of course you guys will be the first to know So those are the top three brands that have been on my mind as far as footwear, sneakers, and all that jazz. So going into our topic for today, for a while I've been telling you guys how I have been actively seeking the Lord, not just in my everyday life, but especially for something super specific where I don't believe I have exactly sought the Lord for. I think I was always kind of going things, going about things in my own direction. There we go. But within the last year, I of course decided to step into the Lord's way. And it's been very rewarding, truthfully. And also, yes, it has come with this its challenges as well, which is not a surprise. That's everything in life. Doesn't matter which direction you go, the right way, the wrong way, everything is going to have a set of challenges. So you just have to choose which one is worth it to you. So I have been in what I've talked about being a waiting season where I've been actively pursuing my relationship with God. And I plan to continue to, not just for an answer and confirmation for what I'm seeking, but even there so after. So in this waiting season, I've been fasting. I've been praying daily. I've been reading the word each and every single morning. And of course, just really 
allowing the Lord to direct my steps and trying my best to be a faithful servant and follow and trust where he has me now is where he needs me and where he's going to take me is where he is going to lead me to and I need to be obedient and trust the Lord in all things and trust the process above everything, right? So it's interesting when I come across certain videos of other Christians that give perspective in ways of which I have never thought of before, it opens up my mind to talk to God, not necessarily in a different way, but to ask and conversate with him in ways I had never thought of before. And this can all kind of go into how people always say they don't really know how to pray. They don't really know if they're praying correctly, which there really is no perfect way to pray, by the way. So I love learning from other Christians of faith as well on how to sometimes reframe what I'm asking for because I know that in passing, and I'm sure many of us, when we are seeking an answer for something, our immediate question is, okay, God, is it a yes or a no? And what's funny is a lot of times when we ask that question, I don't think we usually get the answer in the way that we want. And of course, we are not, it is not up to us to receive the way in which God will direct and provide for our needs, our wants, and our concerns. And a lot of times, the answer that he gives is not what we're expecting as well. And it's not exactly what we're hoping for. But a lot of times, there's so much value, so much goodness, and a lot of guidance we can take from it, although... It's not necessarily what we are truly desiring for it to be. And I just want to share my experience, at least ways in which I have identified and I have seen the Lord confirming and answering things to me through the way that he's been reaching to me. And hopefully this can offer you some clarity or help you in your walk with the Lord as well. So yes, my ratio of having God say yes or no has not been successful. (laughs) But I will say that in seeking and receiving God's answer and confirmation for different things in my life it has always led back to his word and his word is the truth and jesus is the way the truth and the life so therefore the truth is always going to be the answer right and a lot of times i would see a bible verse on a license plate that was relative to my situation other times i'll hear i may read a verse and it smacks me in the face where i'm like okay 
right as I'm thinking about this thing, this verse is literally telling me the answer in the moment. And then it's like, it's interesting because as many times as I feel like I ask God for the same thing over and over again is as many times as he gives me the same verse or the same answer over and over again. So it's like, you really can't miss it. So if I'll read a verse, I'll end up finding that I'll hear the same verse on a podcast. I'll read the same verse when I am reading through an article. It has been so interesting the ways in which he will deliver that same message and that same verse to me in a multitude of ways than just one. So it really gets me thinking, okay, yep, this is exactly what you want me to listen to and what you want me to know at this very place and point in time. And another way in which I truly believe is confirmation is getting that answer in threes. So threes is the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So when I receive a Bible verse, when I receive scripture, and it comes more than one time, and that confirmation within the Holy Trinity tells me, okay, yes, this is what God needs me and wants me to know, and this is certainly the confirmation that he's trying to deliver me. And I'm going to share with you exactly what verse that has been for me when it is the time to talk about the situation we will get there but of course for now it's just between me and god however if this way of knowing that you're hearing from god or that god is delivering a message that he wants you to hear is helpful then i am trying to at least find a way to be of help and I always find the most comfort in scripture and in Bible verses, and I believe that reminding ourselves of these and repeating these to ourselves, especially when we are facing our own fears and anxieties and doubts and the things that we are experiencing and dealing with in the world is so, so important, and it can be so powerful to bring us back and to bring us, again, closer to God and to the truth that he has for us. So... The verse that has been following me pretty much everywhere I go, everywhere I look, everything that I'm listening to, I'm reading, when I'm scrolling, I keep seeing this verse. So hopefully this will bring you as much comfort as it has also brought me. And the verse is Romans 8.28. I'm reading the KJV version. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Now, other translations like NIV or NLT, the simpler versions will say, we know that all things work together for the good of those that love him and are, and are called according to his purpose. So, <laughs> this gave me so much peace and so much comfort because i had asked the lord what he thought about this particular situation that i don't have clarity on i don't really have the answers for and that is what he kept repeating to me is that all things work together for the good of those that love god 
So my answer is that it's all going to work out. It's all going to work out. And I believe that when we keep our sights focused on Jesus, when we keep our sights on the Lord, we keep him our center and our number one. We're never going to miss the things that are for us and that are already made to work out for our good because he's planned it he's prepared it and we just need to trust in the one that knows all and there's no better comfort in that is that there's nothing you have to face alone or do alone nothing ever has to come from your own will and power because when you place it in the lord's hands he will deliver you and carry you through and there is nothing that is impossible with god So he will make a way when there is no way and possibility exists because of him. And that truly alone is enough and it should be enough. Although I think a lot of times me, for instance, I get carried away with the circumstances. I get carried away with my own thoughts that overwhelm me and my own fears and worries, but I have to remember to go back to God, to allow him to enter the spaces in which, of course, I can't see, but also within my heart and myself, and to give me peace that I can't possibly rely on from my own understanding and from my own abilities. The surrender holds so much power. There's so, so much in that that is so beneficial to us and for us at the end of the day. And it's a beautiful way in which we grow our relationship with Christ. And as I've been going about my days of course there are those that are easier than others and then there are those that are more more of an uphill battle and honestly i feel like i in certain ways have felt guilty towards the lord because i know he's done so much for me and then at the same time i am human and i'm allowed to have human emotions and certain reactions towards things that make sense but I just feel so sorry in ways where I feel like I might disappoint him or I might let him down because I'm letting a moment take hold of me or I'm letting my emotions get in the way of what I know to be true and sometimes I am just being a human And truthfully, I could probably have a lot more grace for myself the way that the Lord has towards me. But there's just, there's this part of me that obviously knows I can never measure up to the goodness of God. But also this part of me that's like, I need to face these things way better than I am because God is so good and Yes, these circumstances aren't the best. And yes, I so wish that things could be a lot different than what they are right now. But God has never failed me. 
God has always carried me through. He has always provided for me in ways that I could never for myself on my own. And he has brought me through and delivered me from so many things I never thought I could be set free from. So there's no point in me dwelling on this and moping around about it and constantly worrying and fearing of what's to come because if he's done it for me then, what is he not going to do for me now and in the future as well? Because he's done it all. That's the truth of who he is. He has done it all. So there is that two side of the coin, one being the humanness in us and the other being knowing that God is above all and in everything. And so, again, I try my best to at least hope the things that I'm doing are pleasing to the Lord, that the way that I'm walking with the Lord is honorable to Him, and that He's at least satisfied with how I'm carrying the things He's bestowed upon me. And something that I always ask for in prayer is that I'm stewarding well what he's given me. Growing up, I remembered the story of how he gave talents to, I believe they were multiple people. There's a way better storyline in the Bible if you look it up, but he there there's multiple storylines but i know one of them is that he gave some multiple seeds to plant a harvest and to grow it to make more than what he had given them with and some of them hid it away some of them actually did multiply what the lord provided and so when i think about those kind of stories and when i reread those stories I always had this fear of, oh my gosh, if the Lord has given me all of these things, what if I don't do enough with it? What if I fall short in these areas and I'm not living up to everything that he wants me to do and everything that I um, amounted to do in a sense? And it's interesting because I have had people tell me that you've done so much for yourself or you're doing a lot and truly I don't feel like I've done enough. I, I've always had this issue though. I always feel like it's never enough and it maybe hasn't been so bad recently but there is this desire that I just want more for myself and more for my life and I think as I've always said that is a very human thing is to always want more but we also have to pace ourselves and we also have to find a way that even though, yes, there is room for improvement and a room for wanting more for ourselves in our lives, to also find gratitude for the now and to grow what we have with what we have now and in the moment and nurture that and thank the Lord for the things that are present in our lives today while we're still working towards the rest of everything else that we are after. I think it's very valuable and important because if you can't, 
it's going to be hard to appreciate everything that is to come or even obtain that if you're lacking on the things that exist for you and are in front of you today. So yes, there are random times throughout my day where I will break up anxiety or fleeting thoughts and just say, you know what, thank you, Lord, for fresh air today. Thank you, Lord, for my dog. Thank you, Lord, for the new people that I've met. Thank you, Lord, for helping me to get out of my comfort zone and try something different that I've never done before. Thank you for providing for my needs. Thank you that I have what I need for now. And thank you for taking care of the things that I am unaware of. Thank you for protection and for guidance. Like There are so many things that we can find a way to be grateful for each and every single day. And that's where our focus really should be. Not on the lack. Not on the I don't have this or that. But what I do have, even with what little it may be, is still enough. Is still good enough. And is still a blessing that the Lord has provided. It's always the little things that we tend to overlook but they are super valuable and hold so much virtue than we even realize. And something as you guys have known that I've discussed is how I have taken on a new sport, which is pickleball. So I am on this pickleball journey and I have enjoyed not only buying some new wardrobe items to wear on the court, but also learning new skills, learning just as others that are on different levels than I am, some that are more advanced and some that maybe right at the same pace that I'm at or some that are more of a beginner level. And it has been so fun just having this new activity in my life and I have loved the opportunity of pushing myself outside of my comfort zone. There are ways in which I still want to improve. And hopefully we will see if I can play a tournament here soon. (laughs) Lots and lots of practice to do. Lots to still learn. But I am very happy that I chose to commit to my one of my New Year's resolutions, right? And to allow this to open new doors for me and be in new environments and around new people and learn from others and just have a blast. And I'm grateful for it. What's interesting is I used to think that working out was enough for me. And although, yes, when I got my gym membership back after not having it for a while, it helped me heal a lot it benefited my mental health in more ways than one but I realized after I would work out and then go play pickleball it's like 
my endorphins were just through the roof. I was so happy. I wasn't even tired. By the time I got home, I was, I just had this adrenaline rush. I was pumped. I was ready to tackle everything that I needed in the day. And I was just ready to do it all over again, <laughs> which is so rare for me. Usually I'm I'm like Eeyore kind of dragging through my day, trying to muster up the energy to get through it. But when you find a passion or a hobby or something that excites you, and a lot of people have this experience with pickleball where it gives you like this addictive hit and it is also mentally very stimulating for the brain so it makes sense why so many people are addicted to it but also it, it gets your body moving and for me I think that's such a great health benefit is to move your body to get out and to not only be in fresh air be around other people get moving and grooving get some blood sweat and tears and I'm just playing you don't have to bleed or you don't have to cry but but sweating is good for you you know moving the body working out whatever works for you it could just be walking some people i know enjoy morning walks and spending time with the lord doing nature walks which is very very beautiful and very very serene and peaceful so any which way you are able to shake off the stress, tune in with the Lord, I recommend it. I would highly recommend and I think that that's good medicine. That is the best kind of medicine other than actual antibiotics. I think that's the natural way to hack happiness in your life. And that's a blessing that we have these things at our fingertips and at our disposal. So... Thank you for joining me today and for hearing me ramble on. I hope that you have felt blessed by today's episode in some way, shape, or form and received wisdom and gained insight from your spiritual walk with the Lord. The best way to help and support the podcast with what we have going here is by leaving a five-star review on Apple or the easiest way being by the click of a button on Spotify and just through prayer that it reaches who the Lord needs it to and grows in ways that bring honor to him. If you feel called to keep the podcast alive through donation or contribution, which is never an obligation, you can visit any of the links in my bios. God bless you, and I'll talk to you guys on the next podcast episode.